This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Brought to you by East Coast Christian Center. Morning Breath starts now. Good morning, good afternoon. This is Pastor Dan from East Coast Christian Center and Morning Breath. We've got some things to say to make sure we get out some good information right now. Everybody knows the circumstance with COVID-19, the coronavirus, the, all the travel bans and cancellations, and many people are wondering how it might affect their lives and, and even their church. And we're praying for all the churches out there. We're on your side. We're believing with you. I don't care which church you go at. We are the body of Christ, and it's time for us to stand up and act like it. Here at East Coast Christian Center, as you can imagine, all your campus pastors, all the co-lead pastors, Matt and I, our wives, everybody on the ministry team, everybody on staff, we've been working hard. Things have been changing almost daily, and it's a, it's a wild thing that we're dealing with here. The schools have been closed. I've just heard now they're going to stay closed till April 15th. Um, our Vieira campus is in a school, so it is obviously closed. Uh, President Trump recommended gatherings be kept to 10 and under. The CDC recommends 50 or less. So we felt it wise and uh, to honor our leaders and change the way we do church for a couple of weeks. We're still doing church, but we'll be doing it differently than we've we've done before maybe uh, for the next two weeks. And uh, we're going to adjust as the situation changes. We're not going to be doing physical services at any of our Brevard locations, but we will be doing church. And we've pulled out all the stops. We're going to be doing a special online church event. You won't want to miss it. And uh, when you see what we're doing, I believe you're going to love it because we are the body of Christ. Uh, We believe God turns what the enemy means uh, for evil into good. And so in this worship service, uh, we can't cancel the Holy Spirit. We, we're not going to cancel God. Uh, we're not a church that shrinks back. And you know, we don't cancel church. I, we've done church in hurricanes and power outages and f- freezing temperatures and all that stuff that goes on. Uh, but we're going to go for it. So here's what we need you to do. Those of you that are East Coast and maybe you're listening and you don't have a home church, we need you to set aside time on Saturday night for a normal 5.30 service, which you can watch online uh, at, at eccc.us, or you can go on our app, at an East Coast app, and watch there, or you can listen to on WMIE 91.5, uh, FM, you can listen to the Saturday night service, 5.30. Or you can go Sunday morning and listen. Now, remember, as we're doing this, we understand you're going to be doing this with your family. So we are crafting the service to fit, fit uh, some some attention spans, fit your family. And uh, we're going to have a service at 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 11 a.m., and 12 noon on Sunday. We're going to be broadcasting the service. And if we if we're doing that, and we are, why not invite everybody? We invite the whole stinking world to this service. Uh, everybody can't fit in our building, but a lot of people can join us online. So share this information with your friends. Put it up on your feed on Facebook that, hey, join me at church at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and put the link down and send that out. And then when this is done uh, and we have a service, then put that on your feed and send it out on social media. I believe that we can reach 10, 20,000 people could join us at East Coast Christian Center virtually this weekend. 
this is a tough time. People are afraid. They need hope. They need, they need something solid. And there are, there are people, neighbors and friends out there that need the hope that we have. They need to see the peace of God that passes all understanding. They need to know that in a changing world, we serve a God who changes not. I am God. I, I change not. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so how long we've got to do this, we don't know. Stay in the loop. We might have to change something. We'll put that up on our Facebook page. Uh, If you want to give, you can do it online. Last year, we gave 39% of every dollar to outreach missions and reaching souls. And we believe that the laws of giving and receiving, sowing and reaping work in spite of COVID-19. And so we, a lot of our people give online already, but other churches don't have maybe as much giving online. Don't forget your home church to minister there. And so you can do that online. Uh, hit, hit the giving link on our website, and we understand that. Also, we're in a building program. And we just want you to know we're releasing everybody uh, to make godly financial decisions concerning the VR campus build right now. It's, we don't want anybody to feel any pressure. If, I mean, if you know you're giving and going to do that, you can, but make sure that's the Lord and you're doing what he wants. We don't want you pressured here. The truth is about you and about me. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. Psalms 91, 10 and 11. Now, just in closing this thought out, we are also going to be trying to launch a love the one game plan for everybody to love your neighbor. And so Stay tuned and look at our, our webpage and our, our Facebook page, and we'll keep you up to date on that. Man, we love you guys. We, we appreciate you. We're praying for you. Now, we're going to get into the Word and join our Morning Breath team. We're going to get into Nehemiah chapter 9. We're just being real today on the show. This is good stuff. Nehemiah 9, I'm in the New Living Translation. What do you got over there? I'm reading NLT too. Good That's choice. Outstanding. That's yep. outstanding. 39 verses. Uh, let's break it after uh, after 18. I see there's a break there between 18 yep. and 19. So I'll get you started. You read the first 18. I say unto you, Pastor Christian, read, sir. On October 31st, the people assembled again, and this time they fasted and dressed in burlap and sprinkled dust on their heads. Those of Israel descendants separated themselves from all the foreigners as they confessed their own sins and the sins of their ancestors. They remained standing in a place for three hours while the book of the law of the Lord their God was read aloud to them. Then for three more hours they confessed their sins and worshipped the Lord their God. The Levites, the Jeshua, Bani, Kendamil, Shabbatah, Bani, Sherebin, Bani, and Kani stood on the stairway of the Levites and cried out to the Lord their God with loud voices. Then the leaders of the Levites, Jeshua, Kadil, Bani, Hashanai, Sheradai, Hodai, Shebadai, and Pathiel called out to the people, Stand up and praise the Lord your God, for he lives from everlasting to everlasting. Then they prayed, May your glorious name be praised. May it be exalted above all blessings and praise. You alone are the Lord. You made the skies and the heavens and all the stars. You made the earth and the seas and everything in them. You preserved them all, and the angels of heaven worship you. You are the Lord God who chose Abram and brought him from Ur of the Chaldeans and renamed him Abraham. 
When he had proven himself faithful, you made a covenant with him to give him his descendants, the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Pezrites, Jebusites, and Gittonites. And you have done what you have promised, for you are always true to your word. You saw the misery of our ancestors in Egypt, and you heard their cries from beside the Red Seas. You displayed miraculous signs and wonders against Pharaoh, his officials, and all the people, for you knew how arrogantly they were treating their ancestors. You have a glorious reputation that has never been forgotten. You divided the sea for your people so they could walk through on dry land. And then you hurled their enemies into the depths of the sea. They sank like stones beneath the mighty waters. You led our ancestors by a pillar of cloud during the day and a pillar of fire at night so they could find their way. You came down from Mount Sinai and spoke to them from heaven. You gave them regulations and instructions that were just and decrees and commands that were good. You instructed them concerning your holy Sabbath and you commanded them through Moses, your servant, to obey all your commands, decrees and instructions. You gave them bread from heaven when they were hungry and water from a rock when they were thirsty. You commanded them to go and take possessions of the land and had sworn to give them. But our ancestors were proud and stubborn and they paid no attention to your commands. They refused to obey and did not remember the miracles you had done for them. Instead, they became stubborn and appointed a leader to take them back to their slavery in Egypt. But you are a God of forgiveness, gracious and merciful slow to become angry, and rich in unfailing love. You did not abandon them. All right, verse 18. Even when they made an idol shaped like a calf and said, This is your God who brought you out of Egypt. They committed terrible blasphemies. But your, but in your great mercy you did not abandon them to die in the wilderness. The pillar of cloud still led them forward by day, and the pillar of fire showed them the way through the night. You sent your good spirit to instruct them. And you did not stop giving them manna from heaven or water for their thirst. For 40 years they su- you sustained them in the wilderness, and they lacked nothing. Their clothes did not wear out, and their feet did not swell. They, then you helped our ancestors conquer kingdoms and nations, and you placed your people in every corner of the land. They took over the land of King Sihon and of Hishbon, and the land of King Og of Bashan. You made their descendants as, number, as numerous as the stars in the sky and brought them into the land you had promised to their ancestors. They, then they went in and took possession of the land that you subdued whole nations before them. Even the Canaanites who inhabited the land were powerless. Your people could deal with these nations and their king as they pleased. Our ancestors captured fortified cities and fertile land. They took over houses full of good things with cisterns already dug and vineyards and olive groves and fruit trees in abundance. So they ate until they were full and grew fat and enjoyed themselves in your blessings." But despite all this, they were disobedient and rebelled against you. They turned their backs on your law. They killed your prophets who warned them to return to you, and they committed terrible blasphemies. So you handed them over to their enemies who made them suffer. But in their time of trouble, they cried to you, and you heard them from heaven. In, their, in your great mercy, you sent them liberators who rescued them from their enemies. But as soon as they were at peace, your people again committed evil in your sight. And once more, you let their enemies conquer them, uh, yet whenever, sorry, yet whenever your people turned and cried to you again for help, you listened once more from heaven. In your wonderful mercy, you rescued them many times. You warned them to return to your law, but they became proud and obstinate and disobeyed your commands. They did not follow your regulations by which people will find life if only they obey. 
They stubbornly turned their backs on you and refused to listen. In your love, you were patient with them for many years. You sent your spirit who warned them through the prophets, but still wouldn't listen. So once again, you allowed the people of the land to conquer them. But in your great mercy, you did not destroy them completely or abandon them forever. What a gracious and merciful God you are. And now, O God, the great and mighty and awesome God, who keeps his covenant of unfailing love, do not let all the hardships who have suffered all the hardships we have suffered seem insignificant to you. Great trouble has come upon us and upon our kings and leaders and priests and prophets and ancestors, all of your people, from the days when the kings of Assyria first triumphed over us until now. Every time you punished us, every time you punished us, you were being just. You have sinned great we have sinned greatly, and you have given us only what we deserved. Our kings, leaders, priests, and ancestors did not obey your law or listen to the warnings in your commands and laws. Even while they had their own kingdoms, they did not serve you, though you showered your goodness on them. You gave them a large, fertile land, but they refused to turn from their wickedness. So now today we are the slaves in the land of plenty that you gave our ancestors for their enjoyment. We are slaves here in this good land. The lush produce of this land piles up in the hands of the kings whom you have set over us because of our sins. They have power over us and our livestock. We serve them at your pleasure, and we are in great misery. The people responded, In view of all this, we are making a solemn promise and putting it in writing. On this sealed document are the names of your leaders and Levites and priests. Amen. There's a whole lot going on there, my there friend. There is, absolutely. So, I don't know. There's a, you know, there's, there's a whole chunk here of just remembering, really, yeah. you know. And um, we could maybe talk through that just a little bit. But these are, I mean, this is... Uh, a good chunk of the of the Old Testament in in like Summary one chapter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This notes. is like this is like the Cliff Notes version of all the incredible things that the people of Israel yeah. experienced and the hard times that they experienced, all in basically a prayer and going, hey, you know, and remembering or uh, reminding God of the of what they understand about His His process in their lives. And yeah, um, it's pretty incredible. I I think just as a whole, as I read this chapter personally for me. I thought, you know, what would that look like for me to sit down and to write down, to remember all the times where God has not abandoned me, where God has not yeah, forsaken me, so to cool. just spend some time thinking about his goodness. You know, there's so many, this is a sad thing for me to say, but there are so many incredible things that God has done for me that I have forgotten, that I've just walked past because he just continues to be good, right? Like, yeah. he's continually good in my life, and so things that have been benchmarks, like radical things in my life at the time were yeah. massive Miracles moments, and miraculous and, things. Yeah. And, you know, maybe you're out there you're listening to the show and you're like, come on, man, like, could it really be like miraculous? Well, God did has done some incredible things in my life. He saved my life from destruction, period. Yeah. We'll start with that. That radically um, changed my course and trajectory of my life. Yeah. And so if I would just take some time and just be still. And as literally as I read this chapter, I sat and then I was just like, man, I don't even know where to start. Like, that's a that's a daunting task. It's so overwhelming to think about yeah. setting down and doing that. But um, by the grace of God, I was reminded that my, my wife actually is in the process of writing um, 365 devotions. She's writing a book, um, and this is not this is not to like shout about how great my wife is, but she's doing things like this intentionally so that she has a record. She's writing down yeah. and writing a devotion about things that God speaks to her day by day. Come on, not in one year. She's not writing this book in 365 days. Yeah. But she's putting together at some point she will have 365 days yeah. worth of things that. God has spoken, breakthroughs that we've walked through, Ooh. things that we've seen and experienced. Yeah, great. And I'm like, man, I want to be better at that. I want to yeah. journal more. I want to, I, I want to at least write down so I could go back and look at it. Yeah. I mean, in this era, for anything to be taken notes-wise, it's not like we have the, the ability like we do today. I mean, you pull up your phone, you could voice text yourself. You could so voice, easy. You could audio. I actually have a um, 
a uh, an app on my phone where you can a journal app where I can yeah. actually enter journal entries on a daily basis. I could do it. I could talk to my phone and it would record it for me. Yeah. Um, but I'm not stopping and remembering, and I want to be better at that. Yeah. I want to actually take time to go. You know what, God, you've been faithful. Yep. And thank you for doing it. And that I wouldn't run past is the story in the uh, in the New Testament about um, about lepers getting healed and only one returned. You know, yeah. ten ten got healed and one came back. I just moved thanks, on. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. So anyway, that's what's that's good. Me. That's exactly what jumped out to me, honestly. And so you guys know this is real. We don't talk about the message. I wrote down right here, remembering what God has done and slowing down. And you and I have had those conversations in the past is we get so busy even doing wonderful things for God or whatever it is that you're doing in your day-to-day life. You've got kids in soccer right now or baseball season's in full swing. You've got students that are in school or you're working your job. And we just move from one thing to the next and you're like, wow, think about what God did. And I love, this is my notes too, and it's in a different way, but I really like that my wife has started archiving is once a year for our anniversary, she will summarize our year. Wow. And it's funny is you can't put everything on there, but we'll take it on our anniversary getaway and whatever we do is we'll go through and she has a format that she does. So there may be like 10 or 12 items that make it onto it. And she's like, look at the things that didn't make it. And she's good about showing it's like, this was big, but it wasn't even big enough to make it on the list. And it's really cool. And I'm looking forward. We've been married for 16 years, coming on 17 in August. And I'm like, I want to put this in a book because we have them written down in a Word doc and then she prints them out and gives them to me. But it's like, how cool? Because we forget. And it, it happens so easy. The other thing that I thought about a lot is in this chapter is before they do this summary is they really take that time. How about three hours to turn and repent and say, God, we're sorry that we forgot you and that we turned away. And people get scared of that word. But if you've never heard this report, this word and definition before is repent is really just to turn a different direction and do it different. And I have had some of the most incredible times with God in my life when I just repented and said, God, sorry that I'm doing this on my own. Like, it's not even that I was doing evil. I could be a pastor living for God, but just trying to do things in my own strength and saying, God, I need your breath on this. I need your blessing. I need your involvement. And I repent, and I want him to be involved in every aspect of what I'm doing. And this is an incredible chapter kind of for revival that happens in this community because they turn towards God. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, like you said, three hours is a, is a long time. They, it says then for three more hours they confess their sins and worship the Lord their God. Like I think about the last time that I spent three hours. Like you know, I mean, what 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 do I do that takes me three hours that I stay focused on something for three hours? Like without yeah. interruption, with intentionality of going. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna lock down for three hours. You know, um, I do a lot of things for short periods of time. I mean, it could be a a thirty minute appointment, an hour appointment, a ten minute drive here, a twenty minute conversation there. And there's a lot of things that we we have just I don't know, our culture it's it's where we're at today, is that we're we're running from one thing to the next and multitasking and, you know, doing all that. But they have this single focus of getting before God and spending some time and repenting or even spending a time remembering. I mean I think for me, it comes down to building margin in, building time yeah. into my life. And if it's not built, it won't happen. Absolutely. Like it, it's not, there's, it. a, there's no way that I'm just going to run into, you know, an extra five hours somewhere and go, Hey, I'll do this now. Right. Like, <laughs> and nor do I want God to have to stop me to get that to be the case. Yeah. Right? Not that he's going to whack me upside the head or something, but 
that that I would have to do that. And it's amazing how, you know, when when things start falling apart or crumbling or, you know, things are difficult, that we could then have to do it. And so then we have to do it, right? Yep. How many things in my life have I just, you know, put over there on the back burner until you have to do it? Check engine lights on in the car. Well, you just keep driving until it breaks down, right? This is a this is a great warning or a great heed yeah. um, or a great like hey don't forget is that you know it's spending some time being thankful for what God has done spending some time looking at you know are there areas in my life that I need to turn and move in a different direction um, can I course correct in you know in a period of time can I do that and it I don't know there's value there's there's a blessing I, I love I love some of these words in in some of the remembering and in, in some of this prayer. That are, verse 13, it says that you came down to Mount Sinai and spoke to them from the heaven. You gave them regulations and instructions that were just. Most people think that regulations and instructions are not a good thing. Yeah. Like very few people that I know that just sit down and read the instruction manual. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's not all that exciting or all that fun. We're, we'd rather Google and watch a three-minute video. Yeah. You know, like give me, a, give me a YouTube video and we're rocking, right? Yeah. And um, this, this in this, and of course the three-minute video today is probably similar culturally to maybe what this instruction decree might have, you know, felt face like. To in face to yeah, person, yeah. Felt like in their cultural setting, right? However, I don't think there's a bad thing that we shouldn't have a label on instructions or on um, regulations or decrees and terrible, commands. Yeah. yeah, they're not always bad. These are yeah. actually good things that could align. These were incredible things, actually. This yeah. was like, these are the Ten Commandments. This is the way that you could do life and you could yeah. make it. This is the way they would point out to, you know, honor honor God with all that you are. Like, Keep you from dying as yeah, well. Like, yeah. there's some really practical things in there. Uh, these things are not bad. And they might speak a little bit more to my personality that I'm a, I'm a process and I'm a systems guy and yeah. I'm, a, I'm a rules guy. And, like, I want to be a rule follower. I'm that guy. And so when I see these things, though, I go, man— and there's there's a blessing tied to these things. There's a blessing tied to this thing. There's a blessing. And when yeah. you did this, I love that they're reiterating that is mercy, that in your great mercy you did this. And your mercy, you never left us. And you never, though it was hard and though yeah. we were turned over to our enemies and though our enemies uh, appeared to be destroying us, you were still there. You were faithful. You sent your word through the prophets. I love that the God of in the middle of your chaos, in the middle of your brokenness, in the middle of your rebellion, he's still, still looking for the one. He's still chasing yeah. you. Don't don't think that you're too far today. You might go, you know what, Pastor, you're talking about all this stuff, and I'm listening to you on the radio because, I don't know, somehow I landed on the dial, or I decided to do it one more time. I decided to listen one more time. You know what? You're not too far off. You're not too far gone. You haven't missed the boat totally. You can get back on. Get up, and the Bible says, let him be the lifter of your head. Let him be yeah. the lifter of your head today and look to him and cry out to him. I love the cry out in this, the, the, yeah. the value of just being able to spill it all out there, yep. just kind of dump it all out before God. I love that, and I need more time to do that. Yeah, and I can testify that, too. And if you don't know the stories of just a lot of the team on East Coast here is that we've been far from God at times. Like, it's been over 20 years now in my life as I'm 38 years old. But there would have been times that the furthest thing in the world for me was to be able to turn to God at that point. But God had a plan for me then, and he has a plan for you now. And I talk to people who have been far off, and I think it's harder for you out there if you walked with God and kind of fell away. I hear that from especially grown men in their 30s and 40s now saying, man, it was so much easier to go to him when I was young than now when I've been far off. And I just want to encourage you, this is for someone right now, is to just take one step. 
Yeah. Just move a little closer to him. And God is always right there to be able to be an ever-present help in time of need yeah. and just say, I'm here. I, I never went away. And so this is a good reminder is as they went off into exile, and we read that in this recapped some, as they turned away and you see where Nehemiah is rebuilding this wall and trying to bring back God into this nation that had gone so far, is that God is there waiting the whole time. But sometimes there's a process of rebuilding. Yeah. And just one step is important is you can't measure your life by where you see someone else when they're at a different place right now. But you can make a step closer to God and trust that he's faithful and he has a plan specifically for you and he cares about your next step and your plan. So just be encouraged by that. Never feel like you're too far away. Yeah, the, the value of never being too far away, we see we see even in this chapter when they talk about Abram and um, change his name to Abraham. And, yeah. You know, there we there are stories all throughout our Bible of people who were underdogs or who were far uh, yeah. off or who were not not perfect and not yeah. done it all right. And got not the person them. we would have chosen at no. all to be in the front, you know? No. Speaking of that, there's there's a name in this uh, in this list of names that you read multiple times. It looks like it was the same name, Bonnie, Banny, 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 and Banny. And, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, I wonder if that, um, well, I wonder what Banny's story was. He landed there, or there were multiple Bannies of some sort. Um, but when people, when people, or, you know, you're sitting there today and you're going, you know what, I'm just, I'm just another person. I'm one of 8 billion on the planet. Yeah. Like God doesn't care about me. Yeah, he does. He cares about you as much as these names that we can barely pronounce in the yeah. Bible, right? He cares about you even more so today. Well, that's good. You're in a season, you're born for this wow. season, you're born for this moment that these names that are, that seem, in my opinion, are insignificant. I don't, I don't know this person. I don't know this name and I can barely pronounce it. I know. But you know what? God saw that name faithful yeah. to put in the Bible, put written on, in in this in this book that we might thousands of years later be reiterating it again and again and again because there was love and there was value on these people. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Hey everyone, this is Chris Johnson, and I wanted to share some exciting news with our Morning Breath family. My friend Mike Green and I had the honor of writing and producing our first EP called Moments Matter. Mike, a local business owner and Morning Breath supporter, along with myself, have been a part of East Coast Christian Center and Morning Breath together for almost two decades. And so we wanted to let you in on a preview of the music and to let you know that Moments Matter, our first single from the EP, is out now. You can buy, stream, or share it now on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere music is sold, or check out willingheartmusic.com. We pray these songs will inspire you to make the most of every moment God gives you. Exceeding your expectations. 
For over 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living Facility, located in the Rockledge Vieira area. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Please visit us today by going online at pineapplegarden.com or call 321-405-CARE. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.